Welcome to the Fan Freaks Podcast number 55. You're listening to the show where we freak out about our favorite movies, games, comics, and any media in between. This is Legionly Vinny with the Hostile Takeover. This is uh, my show, oh. and this is I'm Taking Over. What the... I, I'm speaking and joined by my good associate, Bone King. Yes, I am the Bone King here, and I can't believe you're taking over the show. I know. This is a great new age where I just politely start taking things. And just, and for Can anyone, I borrow that, please? Thank but, you. No, no, because you know what? I know a lot of people online are going to be freaking out like, no, oh my gosh, I'm taking this super, wow, super seriously. Wow, freaks freaking out? What's oh. new? <laughs> wow. Wow. But no. Wow. Adrian the dude is just fine. He's just taking a break for a minute. But yeah, I'm very... he's stuck in a lost dimension where he's lost. <laughs> where uh, leisurely Vinny stuck him, I guess. Apparently. Yeah, I shoved him in the hole. <laughs> I, just, I just pushed him very gingerly. I gently just tapped him off a building. <laughs> into the black hole. <laughs> off the building, into the black hole. Got it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Vinny. I really do appreciate you being here, man. It's good to be back. Thank you, Broski. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. It's going to be a very interesting episode because we're actually going to do a talking tears of the Persona series. Um, it's this is going to be really exciting. Yeah, this is going to be a really uh, interesting episode because, holy shit, we have a, a pretty long storied history with Persona. No? Oh, definitely. We've had our own Personas and whatnot, right? Oh, yeah. Fan, 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 Sonas. Fan, Sonas. No, wait. Okay, no. <laughs> yes. But anyway, uh, if anyone doesn't know what a Talking Tears is, Talking Tears is the segment where each host ranks things in a category using a letter system. We then take turns telling each other our rank choices, starting from the dreaded F rank to the ever-radiant S rank. So we're really going to rank all the Persona games that we've played, because honestly, I haven't played all of them, and there's a lot. I, so... uh, I, I fell into a, a rabbit hole. Because ra- <laughs> Alice is in the game, actually. So oh, yeah. rabbit hole makes sense. It does. You know what I mean? Die for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? We but gotta you- kill God. <laughs> but before we get into doing that, I guess, we gotta go ahead and talk about our reasons. So since you're having the hostile takeover, you wanna go ahead and do the reasons first? Or you wanna go ahead and let your uh, prisoner of war fucking do his reasons first? What do you think? Uh, Yeah, no, go ahead. Ladies first. The- oh, okay. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I will take that. Thank you. Either way, <laughs> thank you, fucking Cindy. What show have you been watching? Uh, so starting with TV, you're right. So the thing is, on here on Fan Freaks, we actually consider YouTube videos, and especially long YouTube videos, as TV shows because essentially they're they're like editorials or uh, documentaries. The, minute, the minimum length of a TV show YouTube video is required for this show is three hours. <laughs> <laughs> hey, some people can't last more than 20 minutes, and some people can't watch a video more than 20 minutes. Or Hey-o! 20 seconds. Oh. Get it? Get it? Oh, zing. <laughs> Either way. Uh, but yeah, no, so I actually watched a couple YouTube videos. I wanted to mention Clemps. I know you know Clemps. I love Clemps. I know you love Clemps. So I, I actually, love his near videos. I went ahead. Oh, my God. So the near videos are amazing, but I'm going to save those for December. What? I actually save YouTube videos to watch depending on the season? I'm that crazy and OCD? Huh? Either way, I actually went and saw um, Clemps' Kingdom Hearts videos. Oh, nice. I, yes. I've, I've watched them all so far. Yes. So actually, I just rewatched them all now. And it's just like, it's crazy to see the Kingdom Hearts series and the way that it's it's written. Yeah. In terms of like how they just keep reusing the same characters with infinite abilities and I, I don't know, dream teleportations and That's okay, because as long as they have each other, they can do anything. That's that's correct. Because the power of friendship, every single fucking interaction is like. Power huh. of friendship, darkness, heart of the cards. Sure, but like, Sora, you don't know anything because you don't know anything. Shut up, like, and show me the friendship of everyone. Oh, yeah. And then fucking, I don't know, the guy's like, huh, you're such an ignorant fool, even though you've beaten my face in like three times. Goodbye. And then they disappear in a fart portal. I just think it's crazy how many copies of characters there ends up being. And it's Aqua, like, water. Well, you know, there's just like, Hydra. oh, you could be a heartless, but if you're a heartless of a nobody or of someone chosen by some MacGuffin, then you actually have a special condition that makes you super invulnerable and not, uh, your bullets don't hit me because I have a bulletproof vest. And I, you see what I mean? Like, it's, it's the same kind of schoolyard shit. <laughs> but I will admit... The gameplay is amazing. That has nothing to do with Clem. The reason why I bring up all this shit is because Clemps went over the story. Oh, yeah. More than anything. He did talk about the gameplay, but the story is just... It's where it really shines. Right. Anyway, so um, 
a YouTuber that I've actually been mentioning quite often on the show, Joseph Anderson. I mentioned this last time on the show. Mr. Anderson. (laughs) Mr. Anderson. Yeah, he did the the Fallout videos and the Witcher videos that I was talking about previously. Vinny, I highly recommend watching them. I, I know. They're like literally five hours long. But it's so worth it, and I know you watch videos that long. I know. Because we both watch the Twin Perfect videos. Multiple times. Yes. So, you know what, asshole? I know you can do it. It may, it's more I'll like do a it. Podcast. I'll do it. Either way, what I ended up watching was his video on Super Mario Odyssey. Nice. Uh, which is really interesting because he gave you it like it? a- I, I'm, I'm getting there. Don't worry. I'm getting there. Because it, it, actually, I was inspired. Get there already. I'm trying. The ride's starting up, man. You gotta go a chunka, 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 chunka until it goes. <laughs> Either way, I'm at the tippity top right now, but yes, he inspired me to actually go and play Super Mario Odyssey, which is why it's on my my recents in terms of games and stuff like that. But yeah, to go into the Joseph Anderson videos, I did play Super Mario Odyssey. Uh, so have you played Super Mario Odyssey? Vinny? I did not. No? Okay. I did not. The last Super Mario 3D Super Mario game I played was the first uh, Super Mario Galaxies. Okay, all right. I mean, that's more which, recent than even I was. Which I th- still think is the best 3D Mario game. Oh my god, that's a versus topic for us. Because I hate the Galaxy games. Oh, wait, wait, I hate two. I hate two. There's all, There are two games. Oh, oh, wait, just the number two. I thought yeah, you meant Yeah, I hate the second one. The first one. That game, oh my god, I had so much fun. Oh my god. The thing is, dude, a lot of people say the second game is better. Funny, funnily enough, you bring that up. Fight me. Fight me. Email me, me. Uh, your strong arms, and we'll tussle. All right. But but that's actually a good thing that you brought that up because I actually am not a big fan of the Galaxy games, hence why I didn't actually bother playing through them and kind of waited for the next 3D Mario game, which didn't happen for a while. So I was really excited when Odyssey came out, and I heard that it was going to be a little bit more like 64 as opposed to 3D Galaxy with the fisheye lens camera that yeah. it constantly has. Um, but regardless, I was playing it and I'm like, oh, this is cool. There's like so many stars to get. There's like 60 stars per stage and the stages are admittedly a bit smaller. I think, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I, I have to think about that for a bit. Like I'm new still Dong deciding. City. New, new Dong City. Absolutely. It's just that everything is kind of like on separated islands in a way. And I guess that's how it was at Super Mario World as well. But was it like that for all of them? I don't remember that. I know some ones had like floating islands, but floating not all islands. Of them were. Some of them had, yeah, floating, but not like all Super of them. Mario, Super Mario Land three. I don't know. It's the same thing. But honestly, the biggest difference that I'm finding is like when you find stars, you're like, oh my gosh, there's sixty of them. That's crazy. But then when you start getting them, you're like, oh hey, I found one. Oh hey, I found another one. Oh, this was randomly here. Okay, and they're so randomly placed everywhere, and you're not told of where they are beforehand. Like, there's no mission list, like in 64. You know, on like 64, and I think in even Galaxy, yeah. there's like a uh, <clears throat> wall kicks will work, which is like a hint as to where to find the star and what to do and whatever. It felt like a mission list in a way. This isn't really a a bad thing about Odyssey so much. I kind of preferred being like, oh, this is my hint. Let me look for it. And now every single star or moon in this game actually is just kind of like oh i found one oh i found one here it's kind of like finding easter eggs and that's the game how do you like that hat mechanic the hat mechanic is great a lot of people would say it gets repetitive and you know yeah sure but it is the main gimmick of the the game it's the point of the game is where you're able to transform to be a t-rex trash can it's funny how i found other power-ups from past games in these transformations oh like a tanuki suit right and even if you don't take over an enemy you can like absorb a flower and it gives you the rocket boost from from super mario sunshine nice it's like there are some things like that where i'm like okay well that's cool there's no way to combine them because the hat can only do one at a time but hey you know what it's like mario's powers you know yeah. that, that's fun i guess it's, my biggest it's future smash bros attacks right right i gotta say i am enjoying it i think the gameplay and the the momentum and shit is really well done uh the only problem i, I kind of have is is that whole thing where i feel like the stars are, are the stars where i feel like the moons lose their their weight when you get one it becomes more of like a fetch so quest yeah it becomes busy work because you're just basically like looking through the map and, and just, you don't even look for anything in specific. You're just wandering around and then, hey, I found one. Oh, look, I found another one. I guess if I fuck around with that thing, I'll find one. It's a lot like the Kurok seeds in Breath of the Wild, which okay. is what Joseph Anderson said in his video. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I'm having a good time with it. I'm not done with it yet, but I can sort of see the repetitiveness because a lot of the missions are kind of like show up and say hi and that's it. Oh, that's sad. 
Yeah, and I mean, like, because there's, like, solve the Sphinx riddle. And it's like, okay, I solved it. All right, here's your star. It doesn't lead entryway to, like, a challenge or anything. It's just kind of, that's it. You're done. I don't know. I think it's a good game, although I feel like it's a little bit more shallow. Really? Than, than like it just 64. feels empty? Right, in my opinion. I feel like it has more depth than Galaxy, though. That's one thing I'll say. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so that was uh, Odyssey, and that's pretty much the only game I played. So I'll move on to my movies, which luckily are going to be like a rapid fire thing. Really? Yeah, it's going to be super fast because I actually didn't like any of them. <laughs> so first one, I saw Savages. It was pretty much a violence fetish thing where it was just nonstop people in bad scenarios. Nothing was gained. The exact kind of thing David Lynch hates. I don't know. I, I, that's all I got to say about it. I no, was no, not a big fan I, I about mean, it. Interesting. I, I don't want to go too much into it because it is rapid fire, and I honestly didn't like it very much. <laughs> um, another one is The Tax Collector, which was so funny because I, I want to bring this forward. This is something I want to talk about with yeah. you. What do you think? Um, this. There was a thing in this movie. It was like um, a crime movie. It was like a crime drama, essentially. And it was like, uh, you know, this character and Shia LaBeouf are going around tough-talking people and, you know, they're pretty much psychopaths that are willing to kill at a moment's notice and they're big, tough, edgelord badasses who say fuck in, like, literally every scene. What like, movie is this? This is a movie called The Tax Collector. The reason why I <laughs> wanted to bring this up is because... And it does have Shia LaBeouf, yes. Uh, I wanted to bring this up because I feel <laughs> Garbage like... Garbage man? It's a, it's a good sign whenever you're watching a movie, whenever they feel the need to overuse curse words. Curse words are effective when they have impact, at least in my opinion. When a character just keeps using, you know, I went to the fucking store yesterday and fucking who's a what's it's and fucking talk to me. Fucking asshole was in my fucking way. Do you feel like that has a lot of weight versus, dude, I went to the store the other day and this dude that was like right in front of me and he was a fucking asshole. Which one had more that, weight? The second one definitely has more weight. But the first one has personality. Oh, fuck you. Well, then you'll you'll find a lot of personality <laughs> in this fucking movie. It was literally every scene, every character fuck, fuck, had fuck, to fuck. say fuck. Because for some reason, they could not have thought of any other way to make these characters sound more badass. It isn't was it, fuck. Isn't it the case for a lot of like modern day Edge movies? Yeah, and even games. They yeah. did the shit with Silent Hill Downpour. They, yeah. Wait, they did that shit with HD Collection where they made Heather say fuck oh, yeah. at the end. It, no, it was, I'll kill you, you bitch. Oh, yeah. They added a you bitch at the end instead of, was, I'll kill you. Yeah, like, why? There's no need. There's, there's because no, it adds more edgy impact. Because she's 18. <laughs> <laughs> she's a teenager. It's fine, you fucking fuck. Yeah. Also, I want to also What's remind. What's that shape that people make fun of? Yeah, square. <laughs> 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 well, it's hip to be square. Sorry, I just want to remind you. But anyway, uh, just want to remind our, our potential sponsors that this is an explicit show. We're allowed to say fuck. Uh, also, do your parents cocaine? What? No. What? <laughs> we do not endorse this. Vinny, you take that back right now with your recent. All right, I'll take that back with cocaine. Jesus Christ. Oh, I have one more movie. Okay, go for it. It actually will interest you. It was called Archive. Okay. It was about robots. I like it. it was about you, a, ha you had me at archive. Okay. I, I see you're a fan of movies about libraries. Uh, are you kidding? Every time I see a library seed, I'm like, this is where I'm at. <laughs> this is where I'll lie. Brary. <laughs> After the scene ends, the movie ends. Either way, this movie was about a dude that was uh, basically living alone on like a station. Uh, like, and he was, it was like a solitude, like a secluded station out in the wilderness. And he was basically living with two robots that were like a secret to the people that he was working for at the uh -huh. station because he was working on robotics, yeah. but he really wasn't telling them everything he was doing. Um, there's more to this story and I'm trying not to spoil it, but a big portion of it is him trying to put his wife into a robot because nice. his wife went to an accident. Okay. She, she traveled through so an accident like into Mr. a robot. Freeze from Batman, but except for finding a cure, he's putting her in a robot. Right, which is probably a smarter idea in my I opinion. I think so. I mean, st sticking her in ice with the Walt Disney method is probably not the most sufficient. Yeah. Like, what if you run out of power and then it stops freezing? Or... And yeah, what if it's just hot outside and the ice melts? But you know what? Now that <laughs> I think about it, doesn't he have like the infinite cold gems or whatever that power a suit uh it's not marvel <laughs> i i don't know i don't know but you know what? i don't pretend i don't know that. i just i i no no mr fees uh, falls into the ice vat and that's how he ended no, up but that's like what that. he powers the suit because he needs to be constantly cold 
Yeah, because he eats some of the liquid. I might be thinking of the Schumacher movie where it's powered by diamonds. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the animated series. <laughs> I don't remember. I thought it was diamonds, too. Anyway, moving on. This movie was uh, called Archive again. And basically, I don't want to say anything about it. But goddamn, this the fucking main character is so stupid. Ugh. It's a big case of, like, the character just not... Speaking Smart. to the people like like a if human. he was just more open about it, a lot of this stuff could have been avoided. He was less of a human than the other robots, which I think may, was the isn't point. that the point of the movie? Then uh, yeah, Who but it was more uh, human. The robots, but are the... that's like the point of like every goddamn fucking robot movie. The point, the way that it makes <laughs> not it not an iron giant. Oh wait, the <laughs> fuck you. That's like the <laughs> biggest thing. The, but even in that movie, it's the way you did it. They didn't yeah. beat you over the head with it. It was fucking wholesome and goddamn good. I love Iron Giant. I have yes. the limited edition, collector's edition with the figure and everything. But anyway, don't watch Ark. Well, watch Archive if you want to make fun of it. But if you but want to watch, a watch Iron one, Giant, watch Machina. Uh, Ex Machina. That movie's great. Fucking amazing. I love that movie. Yes. But anyway, that's all my recents. Oscar Isaac is great in it. Yes. But that's all my recents. So go ahead and hit me up with yours, Mr. Uh, Hostile Takeover. Mr. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, uh, I've been mostly on the YouTube binge. Nice. Um, if you guys remember back in the good old days on the IFC channel, uh, the whitest kids, you know, oh my God, I love that show. Basically, it's just five uh, white dudes who basically put everything in a get in a in a <laughs> the, a the whitest dudes show. you know, even literally the whitest <laughs> dudes drop. you know, and uh, they're back together on YouTube because of the whole COVID, you know, stuff and everything, and. Uh, uh, they've been doing stuff like behind the scenes of their sketches. I was going to say they're making content again because yeah. didn't they stop? Like, so uh, they're making content because of COVID. I guess they just got nothing else better to do. Well, one, awesome. of them, one of them is in a TV show for TBS now. Cool, good for him. Yeah. So uh, all of them are now uh, doing stuff again on YouTube. They're uh-huh. going. They're talking about the behind the scenes stuff of the show. Right. And uh, they're also role playing. Uh, <laughs> Zoom. Wait, no, no, no! You're gonna need a wait, 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 wait. role playing in what sense? Uh, they're doing a D and D style role oh, play. Okay, okay. Uh, role play through Zoom, where except for uh, like a board game, they talk out their actions. You know, it could still very be- very well be the thing I was talking about. It could very well. You can I, still th- do that on Zoom. Honestly, the way the story is so far is kind of reaching that. Right. Uh, uh <laughs> I, I, you're gonna need to explain that, but all right. So. <laughs> All of them play like different characters, except for Timmy. Uh, Timmy on the show was the short, chubby one. Okay. Uh, he put he's the dungeon master, and he basically tells a story. He's the dungeon master. Yes, that's perfect. It's awesome. You need to send me a link to this, by the way. Oh, they're already on episode. What are four. the characters, by the way? Like, because so, how many characters are playing? So there's four characters playing right now. Okay. Each one by a member of the whitest kids you know. Right. You have the main. Uh, you have Trevor Moore. Okay. Uh, he's Fuck Buckerson. <laughs> what is he? All right, you gotta give me more. Is he a mage? Is he an he, elf? He's a wizard. He a, he's a wizard. Yes. Perfect. Uh, you got uh, hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> is he hippopotamus and his rhymes are bottomless? Uh, no, he's not a fly of the Concord song, but uh, but he uh he's an archer. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, you got uh peppermint, who's uh. A tall orc woman. Perfect. I like where this is going. Who is played by? It was funny because the guy, the uh, the person playing Peppermint, he's like the skinniest, shortest member. Right. <laughs> so he's playing the the large orc female. Nice. Rock on. And then he got uh, Sam Phalamus. F- Phalamus. Yeah, because he want because yeah because Phalus Phalus. Phal oh Phalus Phalamus Fal- something weird like that. Phalamus. And he, he's he's a tank character. He's a warrior. Okay, good. I like that. This is a pretty even set party. It's a, it's a pretty good party so far. Yeah. Pretty, and the funny thing even. is, like, Timmy was trying to get them to an actual adventure, but uh, Trevor or uh, uh, Bucker said, keeps, oh, as he's commonly known as, as <laughs> keeps going off, off, you know, off the path. And uh-huh. he's been trying to start a comedy group in various taverns. Look, every DM's nightmare. Fucking someone trying to detract the story. Well, he's basically making white kids you know in the D&D world. That's so annoying. I, that's but, such a nightmare. And the funny thing about his character is he never uses any magic. He's a wizard, but he keeps like putting people in like chokehold. Uh, <laughs> he's the wizard with the huge strength stat. He's punching people in the face. He's he, the <laughs> He pushed the mayor's wife off a building. Oh, my God. And adopted her son. Just like how you pushed Adrian into the black hole. 
It's just like just like that. Just like that. Honestly, it was uh it's inspiration. It was the inspiration. It was the meaning in your life. <laughs> it's the inspiration. Uh Hippopotamus and Falibus keep shooting at each other with arrows. Okay. Because they keep missing the goblins and they have terrible aim. <laughs> you can't you know, do they know they have to stand still while they're shooting? You can't walk and shoot. Oh, they try walking and shooting. That's why. Yes. And Peppermint is is just it's just calmly like I go, I go up to the mayor, slit his throat on stage. <laughs> <laughs> this is so bad. And I want to see this. And fuck Bunkers and Trevor Moore's character is just making everything worse and worse. He bought blow for the entire group. They uh, they, they finally got a show going on in one of the taverns. Uh-huh. And they, they uh, used a whole bunch of corpses from their ventures uh-huh. and used them as puppets. They're in a comedy act. I mean, that's resourceful, I think. <laughs> And then at the end of the show, they will put them in like a 69 position. I mean, as you do, because you know what? They have such maturity. Obviously. <laughs> the, I do want to see this, though. The, it's fine. I'll send you the link. Yeah. The, I mean, if you knew their comedy back from their show, they're very low brow. But I think the, the joke is not like how excessive they are. I think it's just the image plus, plus what they're saying, you know? Right. Okay, but uh, d- okay. So, did you watch anything else, or are we moving on to your movies or your games? Or- uh, uh, moving on to the games. That's the only thing I've been watching. Is why as kids, you know. Okay, rock on. And games. Uh, I finally replayed Mega Man Eleven for the second time since it came out like what two years ago. Wow, Mega Man Eleven. I'm trying to think. Was that wasn't that one of the more recent ones? It's the is the most recent Mega Man game. Okay, cool. That's the actually brand new game, not part of the anniversary collections or anything. In like that. In my mind, there's like 16 Mega Man games. No. I know, I know. I know there isn't. I'm just saying it's in my Mega mind. Mega Man 11. I know, but I'm just saying like in my mind, there's just so many that there's, I lose track. There is. There's so many with the name Mega Man. Mega Man X, Zero, I can't ZX. even talk shit because I'm a Final Fantasy fan. And that has everything. Oh, we're on, we're on 15. You know, around there. Honestly, the first stage is probably the best one. Blockman stage? Blockman. Uh, what do you get straight? Because uh, the craziest thing is that all these robot masters have dialogue now. Cool. So they have actually have personalities. Mega Man, Mega Man. <laughs> like roll. They all they all have great personalities. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, I Blockman's stage is the best, I think, because it's like all very like uh, Aztec pyramid themed. Oh, okay. Because he's blocks, you know. Well, to be honest, that's a big reason why I liked Mega Man is because it wasn't taking its story so fucking seriously, like X, and wasn't so melodramatic. Oh no, it's it's silly and it's so. Do to they be have fun. dramatic backstories? Because in that oh, case, no, that kind of sucks. No, they don't. Okay, uh, I don't when, know. You, when, when you get to actually Blockman himself, before you fight him, he just goes, this is just another brick in the wall. Perfect. <laughs> and, uh, and it's a reference. Yeah, like all the, all these robot masters have really good one-liners before you fight them. Okay, I like that. I didn't want it to be like, I, Blockman, shall defeat you to defend my no, block like, kingdom. Another brick. That's the best one. I keep repeating. After I heard that, I just kept repeating that myself in the stage after Acid Man stage. Oh, my God. He's Acid a mad Man? scientist. And does he also take trips to the wall? <laughs> Another brick in the wall! Fucking I just kept repeating that over and over again. It was just so funny to me. All right, well, d- did you beat the whole game? Oh, yeah. I beat that game in one day. Oh, so it's it's like the other games you can yeah, do in you one day. It's it's a, it's a really good solid four hour game. Isn't there another bonus mode with bat base and and fucking? Not in this one. No, that was, that was in Mega Man Nine and Ten. Oh, they didn't bring it over. Nah, that's well, my biggest wait, disappointment because I want to play as Proto Man. You know. All right, and your favorite stage is probably Block Man. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that Pink Floyd reference alone just stuck with me. Did it use the powers from like Mega Man Ten and Nine? Uh, no. He had he actually had a really cool ability where halfway through the stage. He would gather more like metallic blocks, and he would turn into a giant, bigger robot. Cool. It's like, like a mech suit, Mega Man. Yeah. Didn't he do that in Marvel vs. Capcom two as well? Uh, yes, because they had the mech suit thing. Cause, but that was more like a seed. This one, he turns into the giant robot. Like, With the, he turns into it in Mega in Marvel vs. Capcom. He's like. <laughs> It's like a giant fucking... Oh, that's a serve bot. No, you dingus. No, Mega Man gets a, like a, a fucking Gundam suit. Oh, are you talking Scott about the one from... I don't remember that at all. You don't remember... It's his fucking special. Are you, talking about, are you talking about his, the one he's all red? Uh, uh, no, red, no. He's like a giant mech suit, and he shoots lasers out of his nipples. How do you not? How do you not remember this? Obviously, that's not canon. 
I mean, technically, it's two nipple cannons. Obviously, it's not. Well, I don't know about you, but everything that Jill Valentine does in Marvel vs. Capcom, 100% canon. You know what? You're right. She totally that, punches Magneto honestly, in the also face. really shows was the last time I really played MVC 2. We should play it, but there's nowhere to play it. How do you play it? How it's, do we fucking play it? Uh, where do you find this game? You can buy know. it off of eBay or Amazon for, like, fucking arm and a leg and a kidney. We may have to shop at this place called Emulators. I don't know. It's a very interesting place. I was going to say Toys R Us, but yeah. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, all the games you played? Yeah. Alrighty, rock on. But yeah, so that's pretty much all the recent games and movies and stuff we've seen. So let's go ahead and move on to the news. Uh, I don't think there's a lot of news, although the Nintendo Direct did happen. Oh, no, there is a lot of news. Okay, so let's go ahead and, and go through this. You got a lot or no? Uh, News-wise? Yeah. Nothing. I mean, we could, we could talk, I could talk about something, yeah. Okay. Do you have your list, or do you want me just to read them off and you talk about it? Okay, read them off and I'll talk about it. Okay, I'll put so, my two pointers. Yeah, because I have a lot of stuff written down, but I don't know how much I'm going to talk about it. So I could talk about maybe two things especially. All right, here we go. <laughs> Fucking don't look at my list, asshole. All right, hold on. Number one. Number one. The list. The list. <laughs> so uh, the first bit of news we have is Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Which um, made which, by Rocksteady Games, actually. Yeah, which is supposed to be in same takes takes place in the same universe as the Arkham games, and uh, apparently involves another evil Superman. Yeah, I mean, it's very interesting that like the most iterations of Superman that have come out recently have been villains. Well, only because it's you know he's been such a Boy Scout goody two shoes, right? But he's literally been the bad guy since like Injustice, Injustice Two. Uh... Then there's the shit in the Zack Snyder universe where he's like a giant d bag and he's like oh, super yeah, he's like self righteous. A, he's like a demigod, and he's type all of like, the, yeah, the, he's the Jesus Christ figure piece, whatever the fuck metaphor. And he, it's like, oh man, we gotta, we gotta feel. The, there was someone, something that was brought up recently. And it's funny that the dude isn't on the show for this. Maybe he would actually want to talk about this. Maybe he'll want to talk about it next time we're on. But um, there was a thing that was brought up that like Golden Age Superman is more of a Chad than Virgin Zack Snyder Superman. Yeah. Whereas it's this whole thing whereas like Golden Age Superman, people were just like, oh man, thank you, Superman. You're so cool, Superman. Thank you for protecting us. And people just enjoyed his presence. And then like everything later on was like in the, in future iterations, Superman is like, oh man, we should feel guilty for being on the same presence of Earth that Superman is on and be thankful that he, he approaches us with his grace. And it's like, Jesus Christ, like we're supposed to be like, Thank you, Superman. Not fucking like, oh my god, self-loathing because I, I I just feel so guilty that I'm on the same planet as Superman that saves us because he's so special. I don't know. It's just so overdramatic and melodramatic. I don't know. So I just hope that this new Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. I mean, Rocksteady usually has a pretty good writing team with the Arkham games. They're very popular. I only play it up to City because this last one I really cared about yeah me too i i honestly when i saw how you play the batmobile and platforming i was like okay i'm out <laughs> yeah. that's uh but, that's just me uh, they usually know. have a good writing team people you know like those games so hopefully it's great right right so I, I didn't mean to get into that huge tangent there but yeah i know i mean it, it might be good i don't know killer shark is cute i like him sure yeah damn right it's sure either way <laughs> next up gotham knights that is another game which I do believe, I could be wrong, by Rocksteady also, which also takes place in the goth. Oh, it does take place in the Arkham universe. But is it also made by Rocksteady? Was that confirmed? I don't know. It might be, because I know because I know them and Warner Bros. have been working on multiple projects. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, even if it is or is it not, I don't know. Where you play as the uh, assistants, you know, Robin, I, Red Hood. Right. And Barbara Gordon as Bethuman. Woman. Batwoman. Um, is that everyone? Red Hood, Batwoman, Robin. Nightwing. Nightwing. I knew, I knew we were missing one. I was like, dick. It's not the full dick. squad. How can you forget the dick? How do you, <laughs> you can't forget the dick. Batman and the dick comics. Bat, that, bat, dick is Batman's favorite. Uh, okay? He's the first son. 100%. Either he, way. He's the one that be, he becomes Batman. Well, spoilers... In the comics, I guess. I don't know. Either way, I don't know the story of Gotham Knights because I, I I don't know if, if it follows Arkham City's thing and the whole nine yards. But apparently Batman's not around. 
and we're going to be following these characters in their own game. And I've always been a big proponent of using supporting characters as main characters. Oh, definitely. Like, do something with the story. They don't have to be, like... And, I, you know, I'm talking about someone, like, as someone that watches movies and shit, because I obviously there's the Night the Nightwing comic, there's yeah. the Red Hood comic, no doubt. But there's, I'm just saying... Yeah, like, I mean, Red, Red Robin... Everyone gets one. No, yeah. I'm not gonna. But like, Batwoman has comics. I'm happy they're getting their own game now. Does that make yeah. sense? I, I like the fact. Yeah, of I like the title, up. Gotham Knights. It's better than just one of them getting their own game. It's also like all of them, and yeah. not too many people where you get like a fucking Suicide Squad thing. And no, no, I will never let that down. <laughs> I'm just saying, fucking six, seven ensemble, fucking main cast, like, ugh. Uh, I still vaguely don't remember this. The movie. only movie that was able to make it work with that many fucking main characters was Avengers, and I still don't know. Ocean how. Eleven. Ocean Eleven did not have that many characters in comparison. They had a lot of characters, I, like eight characters. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna need to rewatch it. I, I did like Ocean's Eleven. I so love I Ocean Eleven. Either way, watch <laughs> Ocean Eleven. Back to Gotham Knights. I'm happy we're gonna have a lot of different options to play as. Seems pretty cool. Yeah. So I, I, I'm definitely willing to check it out. Yeah, 100. percent uh, next thing we got is uh, the PSN Plus games were revealed for September. They are Street Fighter V, which is cool because I was actually going to drop money on that. So thankfully I did not. And now I have it. The DLC costumes are awesome. Right. There's a Resident Evil one. So I might, actually, ones too. I might actually use the money I was going to spend on buying the game and just get it the Resident Evil one. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, and the other game is PUBG. Which is player unknown battlegrounds. Now at it's first, just, it feel, it's just another Fortnite to me. Right, it is another Fortnite. But you want to know why I'm kind of semi interested? Why? Resident Evil Two did a crossover with it. Really? Oh yeah. There's a fucking PUBG crossover event. So chances are, I can unlock the RPD uniform and never touch it again. <laughs> <laughs> waste all that time for absolutely nothing. Listen, all right, there there have been Stranger Things I've done to get Resident Evil characters in other games, all right? That's true. Modding is extensive. Mod- okay? It took all day. I really enjoyed it. Oh, my God. You know that there was, like, a Resident Evil fucking um, Flash game? It was a multiplayer online Flash game where you played as, like, <clears throat> sprite-based characters of sprite-based characters of all the Resident Evil characters, like, literally, it'd be, like, RE4 Leon, RE2 Leon, RE3 Jill, like, everyone, and it would be, like, a survival mode, and you'd be shooting off, like, Zombies Ate My Neighbor style. It was fucking amazing, and I could never find the name of it, and I wish I could find it again. You tried looking at the Newgrounds? I don't think it was on Newgrounds. It was on its own thing, and I downloaded it like the stupid kid I was when I got it. (laughs) So I don't know. I don't know, but it's funny you reminded me of that. But um, either way, PUBG and Street Fighter V. So we ended up seeing the uh, Nintendo Mini uh, Treehouse third-party event. Directly. Directly. <laughs> yes, the direct. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the name of it, but it's a little bit unwieldy. But uh, either way. It's Nintendo, so you kind of know how it is. So it's, uh, and since it's a third-party event, it's not like we're going to expect anything major. And don't don't act like we're going to fucking be like, oh, my God, where's the Smash Unless character? you really like Tetris and Poyo Poyo. Yeah, well, there is that Poyo Poyo versus Tetris. So we'll go ahead and start with that. Why not? Um, I like it. I mean, why not? I, I like, like Tetris. Tetris. Yeah, we both like. I like Tetris. <laughs> I like. Te- I really do. Like, I played. Tetris all, is I bomb. played a lot of Tetris in high school. Tetris is really good. It's possibly it's, it's a good like, mind killer. And I guess an idea of having a storyline with Tetris is cool. I don't know anything about Poyo Poyo, but if you do, good for you. Yeah, that was a weird thing. They're going to add, like, a storyline. Oh, it's a sequel, too. It's Poyo Poyo 2 Tetris. So, fuck, they've done it before, so maybe there already is a storyline uh, yeah, that we don't know about. Yeah, a sequel. I can't wait to see who's back. It looked like generic anime shonen tropes with yeah. edgy character, protagonist, and female I thought love I saw interest. Naruto. <laughs> I saw the shonen bleach. I-, I saw your Dragon Balls. I saw One Piece. <laughs> the One Piece. <laughs> Goku uh, D. Luffy. Oh my god, no, that's my that's my fan fiction. We can't talk about that right Goku, now. Goku, like a stretchy arm Goku. That's when they, <laughs> when they put on the Petra Petra earrings and whatnot. Either way, moving on. Um, moving on, there was the Melody of Memory Kingdom Hearts, the rhythm game. Yeah, there's a... Uh... Somehow, some way, Square Enix has found yet another way to redo Kingdom Hearts One. Milk it to what it needs. I there's what? Shane, I, I get it. There's Look, a card game. Before people yell at me, before people yell at me, yes, all the different versions have different gameplay and different elements that do change them up. But you are literally experience the events of Kingdom Hearts One in Chain of Memories, recoded, and now fucking this one, which is Melody of Memory. Yes. Which 
Which I'm not mistaken, there's probably another one in there that I probably don't even card remember. Card game one is in there. That's Chain of Memories. Oh, uh, never mind. There's another one probably. There probably is like four or more of them. Fucking the, the the cell phone game makes you go back to old worlds. Yeah. I don't know, but it's it's not the same story. I'm just saying. And also, there was Chain of Memories and then Rechain of Memories, just for funsies. Then there's Unchain of Memories. And then there's Break the Chain Fleetwood Mac memories. I just find it weird that Kingdom Hearts is going to do another game where they're just reusing assets to do a music game. And it's not like the music isn't supposed to be celebrated, but if you're going to do that, fucking do the fucking Persona method where you do dancing all night. Kingdom Hearts dancing but on your sure heart. make sure you have that gold statue head. That's that, right. The, the Tanaka head. The Tanaka head. The big Donald helmet. That was awesome. 100%. But no, make it like Kingdom Hearts fucking dance to your heart, dance your heart out or something yeah. like that. I don't know. It would be like dance your heart out X cross universe potential duodecim 49. But then they will release the game again for the same console called Re. <laughs> Re. And then everything I just said. <laughs> Either way, with two yeah, more characters, with two more characters that were just taken from the game. Either way, I'm just saying that's happening. Uh, last thing to mention from the because uh, a lot of them were rhythm games because there was yeah, there was like another the rhythm game. Just dance. There's the Battle of Tanks game should have totally been a rhythm game though. That would have been awesome. That I would totally have done that. World of Tanks and made Blitz make it a rhythm game. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun as fuck. Anyway, oh, and Crystal Chronicles, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Yeah, they're adding the the three. No, the Chris Chronicle games from the GameCube over to the Switch. I'm really excited about it. And there's matchmaking multiplayer. Which is really, really interesting. I can't wait to see how that plays out. Yeah, so I'm actually probably going to get it. Let's do it. Yeah, very Let's interesting. I'm probably going to end up getting Fire Emblem Three Houses first because it's cheap enough now that I could probably get a deal on it. Is it good? Was Three, three Houses good? I, I keep hearing from everyone. Everyone. Yeah, but their... everybody also liked the Fates. Well, everyone in their kingdom says that Fire Emblem Three Houses is fucking amazing, all right? So I'm going to give it a shot. The, yeah, the story hasn't been great in the past few Fire Emblem games, but... I think Awakening is still the best one. They're still well-made... Well uh, yeah, they're still well-made games. Yeah. You can play them. They're fun. I just... The story just really tanked. Holy shit. Oh, my God. It, Holy it, shit. It, it became very anime reboot. Well, yeah, but it's all about your fucking pairings. Your oh, OTPs. Yeah. It's all about you know how your kid. You know, was, how, I'm how not healthy. judging because I do it too. Oh, I play through I the game. I did it too. I had Benny. He's my husbando. Uh, I don't care. I had Anne in Awakening. Oh my god, Anne, and the, she's in the every merchant. game. Yeah, she, you're lucky. She's in every game. She's an Easter egg. Are you kidding me? I love her. My god. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much all our news. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. Uh, go ahead and re-energize with a bottle of water. And we'll go ahead and come back Water! with our talking tears of Persona games. That's exciting. Persona! Hello, everyone. This is the masterful dude of doodliness, the face that runs the place, the host with the most, Adrian Mikewes. And you're listening to the Fan Freaks podcast hosted by the Fan Freaks Facebook group, the home to all freaks and all fandoms alike. Join us at F-A-N-F-R-E-E-K-S fan freaks facebook group be there be square Alrighty, and welcome back to the show uh you're listening to the fan freaks podcast where we fan and freak harder than anybody else on the block hey oh hey oh hey oh <laughs> so uh, are you guys listening yeah welcome welcome back to, uh, today is actually gonna be really interesting Vinny and i holy crap how do i even start this with you we we've played persona for like we play video games so well yeah we've played the video game once or twice let me tell you we, we get, we've been around the block but one of our favorite video game to play <laughs> <laughs> our single game is persona game all the persona games are pretty usually good i mean there's a, a lot of spin-offs and whatnot yeah. so we've decided to take it upon ourselves to make a tier list of our favorite persona games okay Okay, uh, so I think one of the biggest things, the, the first things that we start out with, we start with F, yeah. but before we even start out with F, we start out with not applicable. Oh, it's games so, that we have not played. Correct. So, like, what games haven't you played? Are you talking about, like, Shin Megami Tensei, or are you talking about, like, uh, Persona? This is, is the Persona episode, buddy. We're not even touching Shin Megami Tensei because I'm not that well-versed in that then category. The only one I haven't played is the... Uh, uh, the PSP release of Persona 2 Eternal Punishment. You played every other game in the Persona series? Yes. Q2. Q2. Uh, yeah. Scramble. No. Like, that ah. hasn't come out yet in America. Shish you. But when it comes out, yeah. What about Royale with cheese? I actually have it. Fuck. All right. I guess you have. 
All right. Well, I guess I'll do my not applicable then, because yeah. mine's gonna be way longer. Yeah, do it. All right. Just bullet bu- bullet it. All right. So here we go. I didn't play the entirety of. This is what I count by play. Like I didn't beat it. Yeah. Though, because I didn't beat these games. I beat every single other Persona game. I didn't beat Persona One. I didn't even beat the remake. I didn't beat Persona Two, which is probably gonna be a lot of contention for people listening. Like, how could you rank these games if you didn't play the first two? Because he's part of the crowd that started with three. Yes, that is 100% correct. Which is the second generation of Persona games. Persona 1 and 2 are part of the first generation. Right. And much like Resident Evil, there's different, like, um, series and trilogies in a way. It's different because it was made by different teams, so we just split it off into generations. It it, it was pretty much like... Different games. The arc of of the 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 Day Sims and all that shit. Because I don't think the Day Sims were in 1 and 2, right? No. Uh, No. Yeah, so, there's there's a romance subplots, but that's it. Yeah, so no, really, I I, I kind of came in during the fucking Dating life Sims simulator, the, the fucking, high school era, the high school era, which honestly I I started to complain about. But whatever, either way, um, so yeah, I didn't play Persona One and Two. I just honestly wasn't a big fan of the gameplay. I didn't play Persona Three, uh, Dancing Moonlight. I didn't play Persona Five, Dancing fucking Star Night. Yeah. I play. I, I did play one of those games and noticed the one that I left out. Yeah, because that one I did play, and I will get into. We that. played that, but like, um, a lot. yeah, I didn't play those other ones because really, I just got the soundtrack and I was like, I'm good. Because holy shit, those soundtracks are really good. I didn't play Persona Q2. That one was not. I, I honestly, the soundtrack was great, but that's it. I didn't like Persona Q1, so I didn't bother getting two, and that's just me. And yeah, I didn't play Scramble. So anyway, those are all the not uh, applicable NAs. Go ahead, included. So now that we've gone ahead and done that, let's go ahead and start with our D rank. So uh, Vinny, what's your D rank on this? Uh, Okay, ready? Yep, hit me up. Uh, I got the uh, I got Persona Q2. Okay, we were just talking about that. All right, yeah, go ahead. Because I didn't touch it. I was like, uh, no. it, was, it was least memorable. I mean, I like the story, right? Um, but that's what, it. What new fan character? Not fan characters. What new OC character was introduced in this spinoff? I don't know. I lost track. There's like fifty of them I now. Uh, I can't even remember any of so, their names because D rank has three games. So okay, we got Persona Q2, Persona Q1. Okay, so you have Q- uh, all right, both all right. Q games and Dancing All Night. Dancing all night, really? Yeah. As a D rank, gameplay, story, everything, just down. No, all right. The music, great, but if that's it has to be an overall game. For I, I will have I have a little bit of a, a contrast with you there. Actually, all right, what's your D rank? Come on. All right, because my D rank is really just Persona Q, because I didn't play Persona Q two. And uh, what was the other uh, D rank? You said Dancing All Night. What was the other one? Go ahead and round out your your uh, D, D rank. Yeah, Persona Q, both of them, uh-huh. and Dancing All Night. Okay, cool. So yeah, pretty much Persona Q is the only thing in my D rank because it's just the Etrian Odyssey gameplay and all that stuff. I the was music was great, play. but you need more than music to hold up a, ga- a game. Right. So that kind of leads me into the C rank. Would you like me to introduce the C ranks? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I uh, <laughs> so my C rank is Dancing All Night. Which is why we're going to have like a little bit of a contention here. I mean, that's fine. It's fair. I think because what my rule is for C-Rank is it fulfills its purpose in its title. And as a rhythm game, I feel like it does that. Yeah. And it has a good soundtrack to boot. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I really, really hate about Dancing All Night the is story. The, that story. Oh, my God. The story of the characters. It's offensive how stupid like they, they think you must be. Like, they literally repeat the same exact events for every one of this fucking dancing troupe that gets introduced. Oh, I'm the meat sister. I'm the fish sister. I'm the, I don't know, rice sister. It was the weirdest food groups, too. It was. It was like the protein sisters. It was just so fucking hokey and weird. I don't know. That writing really needed to be touched up. But regardless, it was a dancing game. So maybe I shouldn't have expected too, too much. But hey, they got a good story in fucking the fighting game, yeah. which we'll talk about. But either way, that's my only thing on C rank. <laughs> Ready for my C rank? Yeah. I only so have one game, and that's the PlayStation 1 release of Persona 2 Eternal Punishment. The only one that came out in America. Okay. The Persona 2. So the, the newer it, one that came out. The, sec- the Eternal Punishment. The second Persona 2. Because okay. Persona 2 is split off the two games. Is that the one with, with you know, Badman Hitler? Yeah. No, okay. that's the first one. The first one has Batman yeah, Hitler. I know that might be a spoiler, but that's enough to get some people interested in like, what? I can kill Hitler in this game? Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. Yeah, no. and Persona 2, uh, Innocent Sin. Yeah, go kill Hitler. Go kill Hitler. 
He's an asshole. Do yeah, it. No, Eternal Punishment. It's the music is great. The gameplay is fine, uh-huh. but this I feel like a lot of the story, uh, a lot of the story and and some of the uh, battle music is pretty lame. It, what now? I have a question for you because What's this up? is probably going to be a little bit. Unless you've played Persona, you probably don't know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. But would you say Eternal Punishment is the same kind of quality and story as the answer? In Persona 3, FES? It, 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 I, I would compare it to the answer. Okay, because I fucking hated that goddamn writing. <laughs> Characters I, did 180 so hard. It was the weirdest thing. It was, oh, my God. Yukari's like, no, I all of a sudden don't agree with anything that's going on here. And Mitsuru's like, well, I feel guilty as fuck because my fi- dad did It's weird because the final boss and the answer is so much easier than all the dungeon bosses. Yeah, and not to get into spoilers, but, like, I like Metis. Metis is a cool character, That's but I'd even say that Labyrinth is even better. Labyrinth is better. Because we were talking about, because yeah, in every one of the spinoffs, they introduce a new character that's like the representative Labyrus for that game. Labyrinth is the best new character. Right. So I, I actually do like Labyrinth a lot. Me too. But that's kind of it, really. All right. So that's my C rank. Okay. So that's both of our C ranks. So I'll go ahead and do my B rank. All right. The first game is Persona 3 Portable. Um, Persona 3 Portable is very, very good. I love it. I love it. Uh, you know what? I should probably just say all of them. It's Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Arena, and Persona 5. Okay. Like, as okay. it is. I didn't play the Royal, so I don't have Royal, but 5 is a B-ranked game for me. Yeah. I, I, I know that's probably going to cause a lot of contention there, but let me go in order here. Persona 3 Portable is only a B-rank for me because um, I actually really like FES a little bit more. And I love, love the female main character option in this. And I really wish they would bring it back. Hell, when I saw Royal and that new character, I thought she was going to be the female MC of that game. We all, everybody did. She, everybody. she follows the same fucking color her scheme. Outfit, yeah, her, her, her The black Steve and red out- outfit and her hair, it looks perfect. But no, she's just another party member. I will say this, playing Royal, she is an improvement over Mary. Because Marie's not even a playable character. Uh, yeah, that's true. Marie's but, I mean, just a fucking... I'm, I'm not. I'm talk, not talking about like playable. I'm talking about like personality wise. Well, true. Well, Marie was so fucking cringy. Oh my gosh, I just hate you so much. Don't look, look at my poetry. Like I like Kasumi is definitely a better character. Yeah, yeah. Well, is that her name, Kasumi? Yeah, I like that. I like her, but the thing is, I'm just really disappointed that she wasn't the female main character. Option. I still have to finish it though. <sighs> anyway, but Persona Three Portable, um, great game. B rank for me only because I, I like FES a little bit more. Also, I will say. Amazing fighting game theme. Holy oh. shit. Or fighting battle theme. Oh, oh fucking Amen. wiping all out. So fucking amazing. Amazing. Anyway, moving on. My other B rank really quick um, is Persona 4 Arena. Uh, the first one, not Ultimax. Um, really got you into it. It's a fighting game with Persona I characters. Great we really played that for 10 hours straight. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and reveal to the listener what our mains are. I main Akihiko. Uh, Mitsuru. Oh, yeah. he was He's all about that ice beauty. Oof. Oh, he's, he's, it's so annoying because he's like a long range kind of character and I'm so close range and it hurts. He can't, he can't touch me. More often than not, but we I'm make the ice it work. Creed. Yeah. I lo- oh, Akihiko's gameplay is so fun. It's uh, just, it, he you're takes pretty the good as Kanji too. Oh yeah, well Kanji Kanji has good grabs. Yeah. And you're you're a good you, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh you Narakami. Yeah. Um, main, main oath a pro tag. No, you know who I'm better as? Not Kanji. I was better as Adachi. Oh, Adachi was cool. Yeah, but we're not gonna say anything else about yeah. that. But he was great um in that game. But anyway, and my last B rank was Persona Five. Persona Five is a great introduction to the series for me. It is. Right? And I feel like um it, it has a lot of great elements, and when I was playing it, I'm like, oh my god, this could be the best Persona game I've ever played. But then, like, around the second to third act, it just plateaus so hard for me. I don't know what, maybe it's because I played it multiple times or whatever, but I, like... That's what happened with me with Persona 5. I felt totally cock-blocked by that ending. Yeah. And I'm not going to say anything else about it, but like, honestly, it just felt like it was building up to something and went nowhere. That's just me. But anyway, that's my B rank, which was Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Arena, and Persona 5. Nice. It's a weird-ass B rank. Ready for mine? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, both Persona 4 Arena games. Okay, all right. Uh, <clears throat> Persona 2 Innocent Sin. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and Persona 3 Portable. Persona 2 Innocent Sin is the prequel game to Eternal Punishment, but right. this is the PSP uh, re-release. With the new song. With the new songs, Which animated so cutscenes. <laughs> Uh, I that I think overall that game had a uh, a better uh, vibe vibe the feel well of course because it was carrying off of the the vibe and aesthetics of three and four from the era of the high school not not two no but I'm saying in terms of when they re released the games oh yeah and they brought back that intro kind of like the, the aesthetic intro, and feel the intro opening movie is still by far my most favorite one also I just want to say for the record Lotus Juice and and uh, Shoji Meguro are like godsends and we want to give them as much love and attention as they deserve they do holy shit the music also be on spotify please all right just you know what fuck it we're gonna do an episode in the future on like our favorite soundtracks in these games because they are that good we could actually do this uh so yeah both arena games and and we already talked about why we like them Right, right, right. And Persona 3 Portable, only for a sole fact I do to like playing as the female protag. It's so, I'm so mad to have that at B rank because it's such a cool option. There are some really unique like uh, text options and dialogues and situations that do arise from being the opposite gender. Only because like Japan is like so fucking anal about things like boys are over there and girls are over there and they just have to have it that way. It would be it's so weird if it had more like animated cutscenes. I, I I think, and if you could walk around, because a lot of it is yeah, like a lot fucking, of it was just like the visual novel type yeah. of gameplay where you just go you you press that dot and you go there. It worked, but you know it's really not the same. No, nah, it, it had it. It was lacking. A hundred percent, I agree. But with then that. it came out for the PSP. You know, it had limitations. I might get it sometime. Actually, I, I don't have, own it. I have it. I, I did play through it once, but I never touched it again. I have to get it back again. All right, so ready for A? Yeah, you want to start out A rank? Yeah. All right. A rank. F E uh, uh, Persona Three F E S. Obviously, <laughs> that's the better one. Yeah. And, All right. Animated cutscenes gets me every time. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And honestly, it reminded me of one of my favorite animes ever, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh my god, you fucking tool. Whatever. Whatever. Go go, go to a gas station. Go Already. ride a fucking tram with the robot on it. I loved I love Neon Genesis Evangelion. He I watched the show multiple times. He's annoyed that I, I love it. I keep trying. I really do. I don't watch know it with I, me. We I did watch it with you, and we both gave up. You were like, "Oh uh, yeah, it doesn't really get good until like four episodes in." And I'm yeah, like, "What it, the fuck?" Episode three, yeah. I don't know. I Whatever. tried getting into fucking Neon Genesis, but that's like what, three but times. that's why I like FES because it gave Big me the, is it better. Gave me the Evangelion vibe. Big O is better. Big so, O is better. Uh, a I also got uh, Persona Four Golden. Holy shit. All right. Which was one of the, probably the best uh, high school of the era. Right, right. Persona for the Also, because my recent team, Twin Peaks, it had a very Twin Peaks story about a murder in a small town. Right, right. Uh, then my last game in A is Persona 5 Royal. It did heavily improve on Persona 5. Okay. And the same aspect as Golden improved on I was about 4. to say, because they do that, where they re-release a game with, with additions added the, to it and whatnot. Royal, especially where the part that you think that it was a roadblock towards the end, fixed. The plateau? The, but a, see, that's what pisses me off, because then they wrote the initial story with that in mind. I actually have a theory that... But we'll talk about that later. I'm so mad about that because that's how things are fucking written now. Where yeah. it's like, oh, we can't give you a full story that actually has a beginning, middle, and end. We have to leave everything open-ended because everything has to have a fucking yeah. sequel. Like, do anthology series is, is, so you don't have to fucking do this sequelized crap and just keep the same themes as the fucking original. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weirdo that wants another fucking Halloween season of The Witch. But I just, I don't know. You could do different things. I don't know. What's your A rank? Go ahead and tell me all of your A ranks again. I'm sorry. Uh, Persona 3 FES, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal. The so three, the three updated versions of the ended games. Pretty much, and it's funny because you and I have very similar A ranks. <laughs> all right, my first A rank, Persona 3 FES. Oh, of course, of course, it of was. Course. It's, it's the first one I played. It's it's it's. Play it. It's so I love the world in Persona 3. It's so fucking like. Uh, it's stylized, but it's not overly warm. It's it's not cold either, but you get the idea that it's like a it's, it's a city. gloomy and happy at the same time. It's a city, you know what I mean? You get this kind of urban flow kind of environment thing yeah. that really you get it in there with and, and Lotus Juice uh, Lotus Juice Lotus Juice's music playing every single time. Fucking I don't know. There's so many elements walking around the city. It just 
I don't know, and FES adds just a lot of different costumes and bosses and whatnot. The only reason why Persona 3 FES is not an S rank is because I I can't stand having that fucking AI controlling my party members. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, that and, was that was the worst part about FES. Honestly, I really liked how the Persona 3 Portable, you control your party members in the battle. Right. If we could get like an updated version of FES with female and controllable party. Just everything in one game. Just, that'd be great. That, uh, honestly, I'd buy that for the Vita. It would become an S rank. It'd become an Oh, hell yeah. That'd it become would, yeah. an S rank, 100%. Oh, yeah. If you just added the female MC route and then let me control my party members and then didn't make it so ball-shatteringly hard to get my my uh, personality increases. Yeah. Because Persona 3 in particular is Because you only really had three, not mean. five. And so yeah. you, you have to really Five lets it. you fucking get your, oh, he's a courageous badass, really. Because in Persona, for those of you who don't know, in Persona there's these rankings that's like courage, smarts, and fucking yeah, a whole bunch of different like things. Yeah, it's kind of like stats. Your, your personality stats. In Persona 5, it's really easy to increase these stats. But Persona 3, it's like, oh, uh, did you want to increase your intelligence? You better study every goddamn night. It's rough. The, the social links are also take longer, too. Yeah, that's part of it. It's just so fucking rough. But it's anyway, grindy. that's why it's part of my A rank and not my S rank. Yeah. It's not perfect, unfortunately. My other A rank is Persona 4, the base game. Really? I love Persona 4 base game. And notice I said base game. Yeah. Because, you know, it's the one that started it. It is adds a lot of, you know, it, it's basically the story of Persona 4 and it's everything about Persona 4. And it does have the improvement in having the original Chie voice. Um, I don't hate Naz from Ed and Nettie, but she gets a little grating in the Golden, especially when most of her dialogue is rewritten for her to be obsessed with steak. Uh, I I don't know why they did that with her in the spinoff games too. She's all about it's me. her motive. It's her one like, and only motive. Yeah, because in the original Persona Four, she wanted to be a cop because she wants to she protect wants to protect me. people. That was but the biggest no, thing. Man, for steak. Because oh my gosh, Yukiko's my best friend though, and I was always there to protect her. But maybe I gotta protect everybody. What? Never mind that food. Hold on. What? Fuck that shit. I gotta eat. But we all dated her. We all dated her and then traded her off for Naruto. <laughs> I'm sorry, Yukiko who? Yeah, I, 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 we should probably mention, do an episode about our romance options in Persona. That, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun Valentine's Day episode, I that think. That would. But anyway, moving on. Um, So yeah, Persona 4 original. And then the last thing on my A rank is Persona 4 uh, Arena Ultimax. That's a great fighting game. You take the fighting game that was in the B rank, and then you fucking improve everything by upping the, the characters. And a new story, too. Making shadow versions of all the characters yeah. playable. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's fucking that awesome. awesome. Dude, it's you amazing. You can play a shadow fucking Mitsuru. And shadow Akihiko. You could play a shadow Kanji, a.k.a. one of my favorite Persona characters of all time. Ah, oh, the best. Fucking, I, I don't care, man. He He's gorgeous. <laughs> I love him. I really wish there was more of yeah, them. Yeah, one of the, the best game dungeons in the game. It. A lot of people like to talk to me and be like, oh, God, this is a little bit of a spoiler. But there's a thing about Kanji in Persona 4, whether or not he goes through something or whether or not he was something. He does something. in my head. I think he does, but apparently a lot of people are just like, no, he was just, you know, he thought that being very feminine was that. And I'm like, I don't know. It, it's too specific. It is. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in another episode. He wanted to date Nalto. Anyway, um, moving forward. That was my A rank, which was Persona 3 FES, Persona 4 Original, and Persona 4 Ultimax. Ready for your S rank? Oh, this yeah. Is our, this is our top Persona game. I only have one. V2. Y- you want to go first? Ooh. Do you think it'll be the same? No, wait. You already said it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, No, you go, since I already said it. Oh, no, wait. I didn't say it yet. You said mine. So I guess I could say mine. What? Uh, my S rank is Persona 4 The Golden. Such a good solid. It game. is the best made game out of this Ca- entire. Customizing trilogy. your persona is taxed, you give it a different abilities. Uh-huh. My Zanagi became so overkill. The, yeah, the fact that you don't have to like in Persona Three, in order for you to like combine persona abilities, you have to go in and out, in and out, in and out and to make the, sure you get the right uh, skill. The menu, in the, the menus. Oh my god! And then this one, they just let you pick it, and that's a fucking godsend. All the additions that they add to it add to the gameplay. Yeah. There's more holidays, more events, more outfits. 
Um, they kind of cop you out with Halloween, but not as bad as they do in five. They fix that. They just fuck. They do. Oh, thank Royal, God. Royal's so good. I was so mad Royal's at Persona so Five. They literally skip over Halloween. I know. I was so fucking mad. Anyway, because that's not a spoiler. That's just an annoyance. But either way, Persona Four: The Golden is, while not my favorite. Oh God, I like to say three is my favorite, but there's just too many flaws for me to say three is my favorite. I mean, it's, it, it'll still be fun to go through. Definitely. Yeah, I love. Should come three. out for the switch. I love the aesthetic in the world of three. My favorite persona is in three. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying. Like, I love Persona Three, but Persona Four Golden is possibly the most well-made persona, in my opinion. Yeah, everyone should play that one first, and that's why it's in the most on the most impossible to now. play system. Oh wait, it's on PC. Yeah. Oh, there's no excuse and anymore. And you can also change the music too with the uh, mods. I wouldn't change the music in Persona Four though. Oh, are you kidding me? I would change. All star. I would change if I can mod. I would change Chie back to original. I would also change Risei's music. I love Risei's music. I don't like her stage. Stage is so boring to me. Oh, it's half a stage, really. I can see why you say that. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. But yeah, that my S rank is Persona Four Golden. Ready for mine? Yes. Hit me up. The PSP release of Persona One. It's my number one favorite Persona game. The like it's the, the re-release of it? Yeah. Okay, nice, nice. Okay. It's the one I always go back to the most because uh-huh. it's replayability. It's a standalone story, so it has nothing to rely on from past or future games. It's, oh, I like that, actually. Yeah. And, it's, and the influences it has from many other things, including Twin Peaks, is tremendous. Wait, what influences from Twin Peaks? What? Uh, literally, the design of the Velvet Room is directly the same thing as the Red Room. Remember the picture I showed you? Oh my you? god, you're so fucking right. I forgot that about that. That was the Persona 1 Velvet Room. All the it Velvet Rooms are it, fucking Red Room ripoffs. It's really Red Room, but just painted blue. Just blue. He literally just inversed it. Literally. It's the best thing ever. Also, uh, uh, one of the uh, the main artists, Kenneko, he uh, he said in an interview, one of the concept arts he has of the main character, Maki, mm-hmm. who is, in the story-wise, like a Laura Palmer. The, he made the art specifically to make it look like Laura Palmer. Because that's what the character, what, that's what they really tried doing with the character Maki. In Let's the put story. this on the uh, uh, another thing to add to the list of things influenced by, by Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. It was like, just so Japan. many things. And Japan loved Twin Peaks. The so music much. out of this world, the fighting theme and the main theme, killers. The, and there's something you brought up that I actually kind of really like the fact that it's its own standalone game. Yeah. Because in Persona three, four, and a lot of the, and even five, and even a lot of the spinoffs was like they would always bring up characters from, from past previous game. games, but only hint at them and never do anything with them. Persona three referenced the uh, Kanjo group from Persona one and two. What the fuck is the Shadow Group? It's. <laughs> what the fuck is that, the Shadow Group? That's something that started in Persona two, with Maki, actually. I don't know. It just I, I hate that thing that happens where you get prolonged for no reason. Like I feel like we've had enough games now where you're not actively getting anywhere. We're just doing the same thing over and over again. And the cool thing about Persona One to PSP release is that there's two ways to play the main story. There's two routes. You could uh there's a point in the game, you know, spoiler alert. There's a point oh. in the game where you leave the high school. <laughs> what? You leave high school in Persona? So there's two options. You could go join this party and attack this building, or you could join a different party and do a whole new story. Cool. That changes literally the narrative of well, the game. Well, I don't mean to say that we have to, like, I, I shun new games. Like, I want there to be new yeah. things. But you keep hinting, like, oh, got to pay attention to the shadow group. But then you don't do anything with it. it this, this has nothing to do with any shadow group. This is just... Uh, and not just kids, too. There's also adult Persona users in the earlier Persona games, you know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank God. In it's Persona not only 2, kids. one of the main characters' older brother has a Persona. Yeah. And in Persona 3, one of the animes, they're like, oh, once you get older, you, you lose your Persona. Oh, and that's they fucking not, retcon that yeah, shit. Yeah, that's in Persona Trinity. That was... Oof. They're like, what? We want to lose money? What? No. Akiko was in it, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, he didn't have a Persona. No. He lost Caesar. He lost, Kaiser. Kaiser. I like Caesar. Caesar's cool. Yeah, but anyway, uh, so Persona, what was Persona One? Persona, should we got the classic? Should we got my Tensei Persona One? Wow, nice, dude. Well, shit. I mean, I feel like Persona just has so many fucking topics. We're definitely going to revisit this series many times, many times in the future. Probably going to talk about soundtracks, characters. So if you're a Persona what? fan or are interested, like. 
Be sure to check up. in. Yeah, because we're going to be talking about this shit a lot. Because honestly, for as long as I have Vinny, we're, I'm going to talk about Persona. Honestly. Oh, definitely. It's our thing. Oh, my God. So, wait, really quick. What's your arcana? Oh, uh, I'm definitely Hangman. I have... Oh, my God. Should I tell everyone? Yeah. Uh, on my phone's contact list, everyone's image is the Persona tarot cards. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. Make, I individually put everyone that I think that they are to me. So, and yeah, you're, Vinny's we're, the we're hang- yours. Vinny's the Hangman. Mine... I don't know. I always thought I was like emperor or maybe devil. I don't know because devil's not bad. No. Devil just means impulse control. But yeah. then again, I realized I'm so overly controlling. I'm definitely emperor. Yeah. Emperor's about being like, you know, the fatherly figure, the one that it, plans it, it and organized. Yeah. So like I like to think I'd be an emperor one, which means I'd be good at physical attacks. Yeah. Yeah. I like physical attacks. I like to get physical. Mine would be mine. Mine has just a lot of like debuffs and stuff like that. That's true. You're the debuff buff. Uh, I, I, I basically confuse enemies. Sukukaja rukaja gukaja. Sukaka All of those yeah. very strong spells. <laughs> very good spells. Anyway, uh, if you like this episode, go ahead and hit us up on the Fan Freaks Facebook. That's F A N F R E E K S Fan Freaks. You can also talk to us on Twitter and let us know your favorite Persona games and your tier list over at. Uh, fan freaks on Twitter. I am Bone King TV on Twitter, and my buddy over here is. You can find me on Twitter at Leisurely Vinny. That is correct. Alrighty, so uh, well, Vinny, I think we had a great show, and if I learned anything from this adventure, it's that the strength in our friends is what powers our spirit. And you know, it took me a long time to remember that. Spending this time with you, well, it really opened my eyes. So thank you. Thanks for being on the show. Bone King. Ever since we, our journey began, oh so many years ago, I just knew that you and I would be fighting side by side each day. Not just our trials in our lives, but the enemies we are facing are heading on. <laughs> I'm glad we were able to do this together. Thank you, partner. Yeah, and don't worry. I'll stick around and be a dumbass as long as you need me to. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> Anyway, trial of the dragon. <laughs> trial of the dragon. It's a lot of persona references we can make. <laughs>